The following is a work of audio fiction. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Seriously. Even if some of these people sound exactly like a person that you know, it's not them, okay? Golden Acres is a completely fictional town and is not at all based on Green Acres, located in Scarsdale, New York, where our creator grew up. That is a total fluke. Please do not falsely assume that any of these characters, storylines, or descriptions is based in fact. That's how rumors get started. Welcome back to Golden Radio, Golden Acres' number one and only local radio station. I'm Rockin' Robin, but you already know that. Unless you're a tourist who got lost on the way to somewhere more interesting. We have a big week coming up by Golden Acres standards. Join me this Saturday as we celebrate our city's centennial. Mary Hubert, our oldest resident at 102, has been here since the beginning. Let's hope she makes it to Saturday. Rootin' for you, Mary! There will be food, live music, and of course, all of you. Because what would our perfect little town be without the people who fill it? Tickets are $200. Now for some smooth jazz. Caramel latte for Bethany. I'm here. Great. Thank you so much. Bethany, there's someone at our table. We can just sit somewhere else. No, we can't. It ruins the weekly tradition. I'm going to stare them down until they leave. Valerie, they're old people. It works. They're getting up. Come on. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Perfect. Is Mia coming? I think so. We're the only friend she has in a 100-mile radius. Oh, there she is. Mia. Hi. Sorry. I have no excuse. Make one up so we don't feel offended. I was Snapchatting with my friends from college about their binge drinking. Okay, we get it. You're young. Hey, I'm still pretty young. Sure, but you don't act it. Well, children age you. I have a teenager, and I'm very hip. Hip people don't say hip. Ha! Mothers in glass houses. Whatever. I know I'm way younger than both of you, like, considerably younger. We get it. But the other day, someone thought I was Zoe's mom. Can you believe it? Mia, she's only two. It's not that bad. That would still make me a teen mom. No, wouldn't you're 23. Well, I just thought it was obvious to everyone that I'm paid help. I would never choose to be around that child if I didn't have to. Oh, I think Zoe is sweet. You're wrong. Toddlers are easy. Teenagers, on the other hand, <laughs> I think she wants us to ask about Caitlin. Valerie, how's Caitlin? Thank you for asking. I suspect she's having sex. <gasps> How do you know? Motherly instinct. And I caught a boy sneaking out of her room. Whoa. Was he hot? Should we be talking about this? Isn't it a little inappropriate? Bethany, last week Mia detailed her anal bleaching for 15 minutes while we begged her to stop. My ass is still burning. You need to see a doctor. I'm a nanny. So? My health insurance is garbage. Back to my child and her blossoming body. Mm, This feels like child porn. (laughs) What do you mean it feels like child porn? Talking about a child's sex life, it feels... Wrong. If my mom knew I was having sex, I would be horrified. You're married with a five-year-old. I think the jig is up. You know what I mean. Zoe's parents have already started the sex talk, and she's too. What? How? Aaron insists on using the proper names for everything. Dick, Pecker, Johnson, Snake, Cock, Hose. What is Hose? Oh, hose. Penis, vagina. St. Michael's doesn't even offer sex ed until senior year. It's not sex ed when all they do is tell you not to have sex. I sat in on a class once. They talk about other things. Like hygiene? If those kids don't know how to shower by 18, they're lost causes. 
I have a brilliant idea. Bethany, you should petition for an outside organization like Advocates for Youth to come in a few times a year and actually teach the kids about sex. Why would I do that? I work in admissions. For the future of the children. I can help you get in touch with them. I'm very connected in the nonprofit space. So is anyone with money. I don't think St. Michael's would go for something like that. Kids should have a healthy relationship with sex, okay? It's vital for their development. I'm worried we might not agree on what a healthy relationship with sex means. Karen and Phil have opened their marriage. What? Excuse me? Yep. They're seeing other people, but also each other. Where does that fall on the healthy spectrum, you think? Hold on. Phil and Karen Hart are polyamorous? What is that? Is it dangerous? Not if they always use condoms. Polyamorous just means open. It's like cheating with permission. So not cheating at all. Why would they do that? And why would they tell you? They didn't tell me. I watched them talk about it on the nanny cam. Mia! What? If they can watch me, I'm legally allowed to watch them. We're all being watched, so it's really a moot point. The NSA can listen when your smart TV is off. I know for a fact... Do you want to hear the story or not? We We want to hear hear your story. It was a dark and stormy night. You know, it has been raining a lot. Our basement flooded. Sorry, go on. The conversation started with a fight. They always argue about Karen's hobbies. How often are you watching this nanny cam footage? Sometimes the Wi-Fi goes out and it's all I have. And what about books? Phil had had one of those days and was feeling exhausted. I'm exhausted. Can we do this another time? You never want a scrapbook. Scrapbook? Is that what they call sex? I wish. Then I wouldn't have to clean up fabric and stickers all day. Oh, please, you don't clean. I don't clean personally, but I watch Isabella do it, and I can tell it makes her unhappy. The help has to stick together. I scrapbook sometimes. Of course you do. Mia, please continue. Karen was hungry, so the fight spiraled pretty quickly. She somehow spun Phil's disinterest in scrapbooking into a general disinterest in her and their life together. Isn't that a bit of a leap? I can see how she got there. I once thought Steve was gay because he didn't like my dress. I remember that. You stayed in my guest room. Oh, Bethany. Oh, it's fine. He's heterosexual. It was just a misunderstanding. I returned the dress. How did polyamory come up? Was it Phil's idea? No. It was Karen's. Maybe I'm not enough for you. Don't say that. Don't put yourself down. I'm not. Humans are complex creatures. A single person can't fulfill every desire. Where are you going with this? I don't want to be rude, but you're not enough for me. That's incredibly rude. Why? Why? Because we're married. Because you... Oh, because we've been taught monogamy is the only feasible option? What is this? Some Oprah crap? No. Her show went away years ago. I get all my advice online now. Oh, well, that's a relief. We know they only let the real experts post online. (sighs) You're angry. Very astute. Did you take another psychology course at the University of Phoenix? You know the internet calms me. (sighs) Try to think about what I'm actually saying. I'm not asking you for a divorce. I'm not leaving you. I'm simply suggesting we open ourselves up to other opportunities. What kind of opportunities? I don't know. A friendly stranger. Another couple from a well-rated threesome app. Come on, I know you have a thing for Charlotte from work. How did you know that? I saw a photo of her. Which one? I don't remember. Her hair was up or half up, half down with like a headband. Was she at the beach? Yes. I love that one. But Charlotte would never go for me. Don't say that. I went for you. And she and I are basically like twins. Oh, yeah, totally. This is different than regular dating. There's not as much pressure. We have each other. We have a home. Anything else is just icing on the cake. I would have been more into this from the beginning if you hadn't started with, I'm not enough for you. Do you want a sandwich? 
that was it? That was all it took for him to agree to ruin their marriage? Whoa. Fascinating. What? What's the point of being married if you want to sleep with other people? Most married couples want to sleep with other people. I don't. Well, you have a low sex drive. I told you that in confidence. Wait, why can't I know about your low sex drive? Do you think I'm going to judge you? No, I thought you would try to fix it. I would not. Although I did just start taking these amazing vitamins. They will change your life. No. I'll send you some links. I won't open them. I've always thought Phil Hart was sexy. Seriously? My boss? Phil Hart. With the socks and the sandals? Uh-huh. Mia's boss? Phil Hart? With the widow's peak down to his nose? <laughs> I love mean Bethany. I blame you two. I'm very nice at home. I'm not attracted to people for their looks. I'm attracted to their energy. Phil's very successful. He stains his underwear on the regular, according to Isabella. I don't believe it. I don't understand how this arrangement works. Are they just allowed to do anything they want? I think you mean anyone. No. And no. They set up some ground rules. We need to set up some ground rules. No anal. What? If you won't let me do it, you can't do it with someone else. I would let you do it. You don't want to do it. Oh, I guess you're right. I remember that wrong. <laughs> okay, rule one, I think we should tell each other everything. Why? We don't tell each other everything now. And that's part of the problem. We're not connecting. This can be like a shared hobby. You have a very loose definition of hobby. Give me your phone. I wasn't looking at it, I swear. I'm not punishing you. I'm downloading Tinder. Oh. Oh. I'm going to jump ahead here because there was a 20-minute argument about the slow Wi-Fi and deleting pictures on Phil's phone to make room for the app. He should delete photos from his text conversations. That clears up a lot of space. Won't people recognize him on Tinder? Are they going public with this insanity? Apparently. They started swiping. She's cute. She has a kid in Zoe's class. I knew she looked familiar. I thought maybe from daytime commercials. Pass. Why? We know her. Exactly. It's safe. Do you want our entire neighborhood gossiping about this? People will talk no matter what you do. You might as well do something interesting. I think I'm in love with Karen. I thought you were in love with Phil. There's no limit to a person's capacity for love. Disagree. I can only tolerate up to four people on any given day. It's not even 11. I'm halfway done. Tolerance and love are different. Think about Southern families and their gay children. Do I have to? Makes me sad. Did they match with the woman from Zoe's school? Yep. What? Does she know he's married? It says it right on his profile. Who is she? Valerie, that's none of our Lauren Hiller. (gasps) I just interviewed her kid for St. Michael's. Not the toddler, the older one. Jake. Yes. I mean, no. The admissions process is confidential. Nice recovery. We interview the parents, too. She seems so... Normal? I wanted to say boring, but then I felt bad. Boring people are very kinky. That's a fact. Lauren Hiller. Wow. She was wearing a blazer. Have you never seen porn? Stop asking me that. My answer will not change. I'll send you some links. I don't want... Have they rendezvoused yet? Oh, yeah. Last night. You brought her back to his house? No, no. They went to dinner. I eavesdropped on his conversation with Karen afterwards. So how was it? Fine. Weird. Weird how? I went on a date with a woman who wasn't my wife. What did she wear? I don't know. You don't know? A dress thingy with a, you know... A plunging neckline? Sure. What color? This is getting weird. It was already weird. We established that. I need some cheese. Did she ask about me? Yes. What did she say? She wanted to make sure you knew where I was and what I was doing. That's so sweet. She always seems sweet. Did you guys do it? Jesus, Karen. You sound like a middle schooler. (laughs) I know. Isn't this fun? We made out in the parking lot. Oh my god! 
It was nuts. I just went for it. Right there in public. I'm so proud of you, baby. Karen kissed him after he made out with another woman? They did more than kiss. I snuck out around third base. Would have gone sooner, but my foot fell asleep. Steve told me he kissed someone else. I wouldn't touch him for a month. I wish Larry would touch someone else. Maybe she could point out how sweaty his palms are. That's not getting any better. I keep recommending an acupuncturist, but he's afraid of massage tables. Is this like a fetish, being excited when your partner is with someone else? I'm so happy you know the word fetish. Aren't they worried about how this will affect their children? Zoe's still pooping her pants. I doubt she'll pick up on the nuances of polyamory. But Lauren's son is in eighth grade. Kids aren't dumb anymore. I found two girls selling their dad's Viagra in the fourth floor bathroom. How much per pill? I don't know. I sent Sister Thompson in to deal with it. I'm not a good disciplinarian. Really? You yell at us all the time. Well, you provoke me. Would you ever do it? I mean, open your marriage? Absolutely not. I'd have to get married first. Oh, I forgot to ask. What happened with the car guy? He showed me a picture of him in the bath with his mother. So, I stopped answering his calls. Was it a recent photo? I don't want to talk about it. It's giving me nightmares. People are so strange. Never mind. You know the rules. No, never mind. But it's nothing. It's just a feeling. We're going to need you to be more specific. And I'm going to need another coffee. So, you know how we have a new parish priest? Father Williams? Caitlin mentioned it. She says he's very tall with huge feet. She's definitely having sex. I need to get her on the pill. Well, I can't be sure, but I think he's a serial killer. What? What, what? What did I miss? Bethany thinks her priest is a serial killer. Keep <gasps> your voice down. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Okay, well, I shouldn't have said that. He just gives me the heebie-jeebies. So you jumped to serial killer? You're watching way too much true crime. You haven't met him. Something is off. He's too... Murdery? Yes, exactly. I know what's going on. You have a thing for him. What? No! Yes, and it's making you so uncomfortable that you've made up this crazy theory to explain your interest in him. That's brilliant. How did you figure that out so quickly? I have an incredibly high IQ. You believe her, Mia? Sure. It makes more sense than him being a serial killer. Romantic feelings are complicated. Whenever I like someone, a small part of me wants to harm him. What? That's fine. I don't act on it. Look, I, I shouldn't have said anything. I'm sure Father Williams is a lovely man. He comes highly recommended, and his clothes are always perfectly ironed. So what if he gives me goosebumps whenever he walks into a room? No biggie. <laughs> this is why I work for myself. I can't stand having a boss. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you hire yourself without telling us? Being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job. I'm basically the CEO of a small business. It's called domestic engineering. Oh, I see. And what were your profits last quarter? I run a tight ship. Honestly, I'd fire Larry if he didn't bring home all the money. Have you thought about going back to work? I mean, maybe starting new work when Caitlin leaves for college? I've put some feelers out there. I want to make sure it's the right opportunity. I don't know why anyone would work if they didn't have to. I'd marry a rich old guy if old people didn't revolt me. What if he was so old he couldn't get it up? I'd consider it. You shouldn't throw your life away. It was a hypothetical. Do you know what's not a hypothetical? Phil and Karen wanting to sleep with me. (gasps) Of course they want to sleep with you. I want to sleep with you. Get your hand off my leg, Valerie. Sorry. They actually said that? That they want to have sex with you? Not directly, but it was implied. When? About three hours ago, when I entered the open plan kitchen. Morning. 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 Do you think Zoe wants cheese or turkey today? Oh, I already packed her lunch. It's in the fridge. Here, have some breakfast. Oh, wow. That's so nice. We just wanted to say thank you. 
This past year and a half has been seamless for Zoe. You feel like part of the family. Then, Karen touched my hand and squeezed it. That's it? Well, Phil also brushed my ass on the way to the garbage disposal, but that might have been an accident. Ew, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's fine. I think it's cute. They want to welcome me into their family. Oh. Oh, what? They definitely want to have a menage a trois. Because Zoe had a seamless year and a half? I'm sorry, but you two have sex on the brain. Sometimes people are just nice. And sometimes they're serial killers. I'm telling you, Father Williams doesn't smile with his eyes. Are you okay? Chill. Sorry. So what are you going to do? I'm going to make it clear that I'm an employee and I don't want any part of their open marriage. Just kidding. I'm going to lead them on so that I can get free stuff. Mia! She made Zoe's lunch today, Bethany. I can't just let that go. Talk some sense into her, Valerie. She could lose her job. How? Because of paying for sex, human trafficking. (laughs) Human trafficking? You know what I mean. You always know what I mean. I think Mia should do whatever feels right for Mia, as long as it's loosely within the confines of federal and state law. Which is harder than it sounds. That's it for me, folks. I hope you enjoy the rest of your commute or wherever the day takes you. As Mother used to say, death comes when you least expect it. So enjoy the ride. She was a horrible driver. Whoa, that was a fun episode. Stick around after the break for Hot Goss featuring Alexis Gizal. Welcome back to Hot Goss featuring Alexis Gizal. Should I speak? Yeah, you can always speak. It's me. I am here. <laughs> it's true. We're here and we are talking hot goss. Not lukewarm, ladies and gents. Not lukewarm. No, I'll throw you off the show if it's lukewarm. Yeah, I'm going hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Stove all the way up. Okay, so where? what is the craziest gossip that you grew up with? Okay, so here here is the story that first came to mind. So I grew up in a town called Scottsdale, Arizona. Heard of it. Lots of white people. Mm-hmm. It's full of white people and not much else. Right. Golf. Um, a lot of golf. A lot of golf and a lot of retirees. Okay, great. But yes. they're still white? Yes. Okay. Everyone's white and it's all the things that attract white people as well. Uh, so I grew up a competitive gymnast, and that was a super intense environment. So I don't really remember how old I was, probably around like 10, maybe okay. not, like 8, 9, 10, around there. And there was this girl who was in our my gymnastics group, and she was like super annoying. She was causing trouble, but she was like the best gymnast on the team. Oh, really? And there was also a big, and this is like embarrassing. Embarrassing somewhat to say now, but there was a big stigma because she had less money than the other girls on the oh, team. No. Yeah, but she was mean. Oh, so, okay. Sort of, I don't know what the correlation is there, but that's just <laughs> the information so you can form your own judgments. Okay, great. Um, Should we give her a fake name? Sure. What What do you think? Um, Sheila. Sheila. Okay, so what Sheila. What if that was her name? It wasn't, right? It wasn't. Okay, no, great. No, no, <laughs> um, Her name was super weird and specific, so Sheila's perfect. Okay. Um... And she was on the team, and she didn't have to pay as much as other people because her family didn't have as much money, mm-hmm. which was obviously, like, fine. But there was a weird, like—there was, like, a weird vibe there. So there was already a weird vibe to begin with. And um, 
And then is this the kind of thing because you're all kids that your parents are there too all the time too? Yes. So okay. parents are super involved. So this is all information we are told from our parents. Oh, they're the gossipers. They're the gossipers. Yeah. Gym mom gossip is very, very real. Huge gossip They culture. make shows about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's dance mom's butt gymnastics. Okay. Got it. Um, You know, the Sarah Palin hockey mom and lipstick pit bull joke. That one? No? I'm sure some of our listeners know what you're talking Great. about. Great. That's for you guys, and the rest of you, no. You don't get that <laughs> one. That's an inside joke we just had. So there was this one incident mm-hmm. where um, the like the father and the mother of this young girl. Of Sheila. Were, of Sheila, yeah. Yes. They were getting in a fight with like the, the gymnastics coaches. Um, there was like a big tiff, and I don't know exactly what this was about. And later we found out there was this incident where they went out on a boat with a few other of the gymnastics friends. <laughs> this is already so much better than I thought it would be. Anything and, involving a boat just like increases oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the stakes dramatically. Yeah, there's dramatic boat stakes. So okay, they, great. they went out on this boat with like a couple of the other families that were involved. With the kids. With the kids. Okay. Yeah, so it was the kids and the families and, like, some of the older brothers and all that stuff went on the boat with um, Sheila's family. Okay. And so they're all having, apparently, the best time on this boat. Uh-huh. I'm on the edge of my and, seat. And um, there was a lot of drinking that happened on the boat. Oh, but no. not everyone was of age. And there were some youngins on the boat, and they were supplying them with alcohol. <gasps> How young? Were, like, I 10? think, like, like, teens. Okay. Like, so, like, the, not Sheila, but, like, Sheila's friend's older siblings. Got it, got it. But not their kids. So, like, it was, like, an iffy, like, the parents would have been pissed, you know, Mm -hmm. if they found out. It, like, wasn't their place, you know? So, Sheila's parents were providing underage kids on a boat with alcohol. Yes. And the parents were pissed. And so, the parents found out. And also, something that came to light much later is while the d- Sheila's dad was driving them home, he got a DUI, and everyone in the car got breathalyzed. All of the minors in the car got breathalyzed. Oh, and my so, God. Yeah, he got, I I believe, arrested for driving under the influence with um, minors under the influence in the car. Or at least that's the version of the story that became the gossip that went around the gym. That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much. Did that put the fear of God in you well, to, I to not go on boats? Also, no, love boats. Um, <laughs> listen, could, would never turn down a boating opportunity. Love the wind in my hair. Um, but I think it was used as an example by my parents of like, don't do this because this will happen and then everyone will know. And it was very oh. much like they were giving, They were like, we're going to have an adult conversation with you and tell mm-hmm. you about something that happened and then you're never going to tell anyone again. And I did, but this is different. Yeah. I would tell everybody that story. Yeah, it was a pretty iconic moment. I love that they use the fear of everybody will know. Yes, that was a huge thing in Arizona. That was like the worst thing that could happen is like you do something bad and then everybody finds out. And that's like the punishment in and of itself. Oh, wow. I guess because like not that much goes on in Arizona. Not that much. And then just a lot of like you should behave this way or like shouldn't behave that way. Being sort of like the social norms. I guess I like a lot of times I'd be like, oh, like don't listen to that. But you probably shouldn't be drunk driving underage kids who are also drunk. Listen, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and agree. I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah. So that was that was a good lesson. <laughs> yes, yeah, I guess that that one went for the good. So I just like to end each episode of Hot Goss by asking, looking back now, what percent of that story do you think is true? I think seventy five percent. Pretty high. Pretty high. I feel pretty good about it. Thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss with Alexis Gisal. You're welcome. I listen too. <laughs> Stitcher presents Gossip. 
Written and directed by Allison Raskin. Produced by Rachel Wolther. Sound design by Casey Holford. Starring Amanda Perez as Mia, Allison Raskin as Bethany, Victoria Rowell as Valerie, Beth Littleford as Rockin' Robin. Featuring Emily Heller as Karen Hart, Kunal Dudhecker as Phil Hart, and Igor Hiller as the barista. Story by Allison Raskin, Charlotte Lorston, and Rebecca Hanover. Casting by Shana Markowitz. Our production manager is Talia Shea Levin. Our recording engineer is Matt Brownlee. Production assistance from Carly Guida. Our assistant editor is Lauren Kleeman. Original composition by Alessandro Tabora. Production legal by Lindsay Bowen, Kyle Brett, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Chris Bannon, Jenny Radelet, and Matt Sedagian. Citrus consulting producer is John Asante. Special thanks to Westlake Studios, Matt Gorley, and SAG-AFTRA. Gossip is a production of Stitcher. For more information, visit gossippodcast.com. Stitcher.